0: Are you looking to expand your team? Well, look no further than Indeed. Indeed Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering SPQ listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at indeed.com/spq. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to indeed.com/spq. Terms and conditions apply, offer valid through September 30th, 2020. This podcast is a part of the Maisie Media Network, a community of podcasts for women by women. Hey, girl, hey, and thanks for dropping in to the Switch, Pivot, or Quit podcast. Candid convo for the girl needing a lifestyle plot twist when she's deciding if it's time to switch, pivot, or quit. I'm Ayana Angel, a former sports entertainment publicist in New York City. Turn traditionally published author with Simon & Schuster, who quit my old life to write a book, live in London for a bit, and explore my dreams to find my happiness and fulfillment. I'm here to help encourage and guide you through your plot twist years as your chief encourager and host of the Switch, Pivot, or Quit podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you have enjoyed listening to this podcast so far and check out switchpivoterquit.com for even more personal and professional development resources. But for have you ever logged into your online banking account only to find out that it's closed? That's what happened to me when I signed up for my first business banking account. I bet you can see why I'd be interested in Aslo, a banking platform made for small businesses. Instead of the days or weeks it takes to apply for an account at a traditional bank where you're still required to go in in person, with ASLO, you just go to azlo.com and apply in as little as 10 minutes, and there is no waiting to use your account. With ASLO's free instant funding feature, you can deposit up to $1,000 and access it in your account instantly. I recommend signing up now because Aslo was created for us, giving us one less worry regarding our money. Sign up right now with no minimum deposit at azlo.com, aslo.com, slash spq, and get a free copy of Aslo's Small Business Starter Guide, spelled A-Z-L-O dot slash spq, and sign up with a free Small Business Starter Guide in no minimum deposit, aslo.com, slash spq. Now, just sit back, open your mind, and enjoy the show. Okay, this is a little bit different this week. I know you guys have been hearing from me solo, and I know there has been a lot buzzing around and going on, and we couldn't really gloss over this sort of like state that our society is in right now. So I wanted to talk about it from some, I guess, perspective or topics that I've been seeing floating around so I brought two ladies on who I just adore to speak with me about this and we're just gonna have a free-flowing conversation so I want to go ahead and introduce you guys to um, my guests and I'm going to have them introduce themselves so ladies, Brittany Candia can you go ahead
1: and introduce yourselves so hi everyone I'm Brittany Oliver and I am the founder of Lemons to Lemonade so I create content and events for millennials who are looking to navigate their career obstacles
0: hey
2: hey everyone my name is candia johnson as the founder of cancer conversations i teach entrepreneurs and executives how to position themselves as leaders in the workplace or within their industry so typically people hire people or companies hire me when they're struggling with confidence struggling to pitch or communicate the value of what they do or promoting themselves for the career that they want. Happy to be here. Thanks so much for the invite.
0: Yes, absolutely. I'm uh, excited for us to have this conversation because I know I speak to both of you ladies offline and we always have such full conversations. So I wanted to bring this to the forefront, just kind of to talk a little bit and let people inside some of the things that we, we think and say and all of that, because it might be useful and helpful. So just to clarify, um, can you ladies both share, and I will share as well, share your um, employment status, if you will.
2: So I am an entrepreneur. I have three clients right now. One client hires me to write content, which is articles, for their internal site. And then the other two, I have workshops scheduled, which was Mm. scheduled for me to actually attend. (laughs) Mm -hmm. In July and August, Uh, the beauty of that situation is that they were actually paying me as well to create content. So it's paused right now for the in-person piece, but they have uh, confirmed that it's happening. But we'll probably just have to transition it to the online environment. So the creation behind the scenes is still happening. It's just whether or not it's going to be in person is, Mm -hmm. is is the question.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: So that's what's uh, keeping me afloat. However, of course, I'm still concerned (laughs) about coming in and contracts and all these other sorts of things. Right. And Brittany?
1: Well, um, in May, we'll make two years since I've been laid off from a full-time job. So Uh. a full-time job with a nice salary and healthcare. So what I've been doing in between that to make income is I've uh, transitioned as a contributing writer, a full-time contributing writer. But we all know that doing that doesn't come with benefits or um, you have to wait for your checks, right? So sometimes you get your invoices paid 45 days, six months, it just depends. Mm -hmm. Um, So waiting for those checks to come um, can be tough. So around, December of last year, I took on an ambassador job, a brand ambassador job to help me get that uh, the benefits that I was looking for and a steady paycheck every week. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, so still writing, still doing L2L, Mm -hmm. and then getting that supplemental income every week from um, actually HelloFresh.
0: Yeah, make sure you say that because uh, we can put a link to Your um, HelloFresh signups in the um, show notes if anybody has been thinking about uh, participating in HelloFresh. And if you don't know what it is, just Google it and you'll figure out why it's amazing. And you probably need to work with Brittany (laughs) to sign up. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, for myself, I consider myself a freelancer um, in the sense that um, I don't collect a paycheck from a company um but i also own mazy media which has podcasts under the umbrella that we um publish for the world to listen to we currently have five podcasts available to listen to and if you don't know just head over to mazymedia.com and you can check that out and as well as publishing podcasts for the world to listen to we also produce podcasts internally for corporate and um just as candia said you know Right now, things are a little bit shaky in terms of decision making uh, with with moving forward with contracts and different things like that. So it, it's, it's a very interesting time for everyone, but I just wanted all of us to break down sort of like our status and where we're coming from, just so that you understand throughout this conversation who we are, what we represent, and that we also understand the, the landscape from a entrepreneurial and a freelancer perspective, as well as from an employed perspective, because we've all been employed, um, before, you know, so mm-hmm. let's start with this, the little background on how this conversation came about, um, Brittany and I were having a conversation post the, uh, DJ D nice, um, what, what it, club quarantine, and mm-hmm. for those who aren't familiar, just Google it real quick. He's been all over the news and everything. And so after that, I noticed myself that there were a lot of people posting about it, how much of a great time that they had, how unexpected it was, and all these fantastic things, right? And I think we all probably noticed that. But then what you also could have noticed as well was there was a lot of people offering lessons from what he did, you know, because He he, he accomplished a major first he had a lot of celebrities in there he um, had over a hundred thousand people on Instagram live rocking with him he was DJing for hours on end so we all I think knew especially those of us that are in that media space we knew that this was gonna significantly up his profile it's not that he was you know some slump who nobody knew who he was anyway but we knew that this was gonna up his profile So then people started saying, well, can you learn from him? This is what you can take away. And so Brittany, just talk to us a little bit about how you felt initially when you sort of saw some of this kind of uh, conversation happening. And then Candia, feel free to chime in at any point after Brittany sort of lets us know how she felt initially. Okay.
1: So club quarantine was lit. I was kind of late to the game, um, learning about what was happening on IG. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I was texting my mentor and she said, I'm listening to um, Club Quarantine. I'm like, what is that? And she's like, go to um, DJ D-Nice's page. And I'm like, okay. And so I could see everything. I saw the celebrities and I just thought, wow, this is an amazing uh, moment to just bring people together. Because for me personally, I experienced a lot of lows last week and a lot of highs. So going into the end of the week, um, it was really great to like have some joy. Mm-hmm. So Sunday morning, um, and I'll give you this other context. So I lost my uncle um, on Monday, not oh, okay. this past Monday, but the Monday before. Yeah. Um, not Corona related, but um, he passed away. And so the family was very conflicted because not all of us live in New York. Mm-hmm. And so how do you make that decision to go to a funeral the minute that we learned about it my dad and I my mom said no because she was like I can't with my health mm-hmm. but my dad and I immediately got flights but then by the end of the day I like I had nightmares about it I think because my mom was like she woke me up in the middle of the night and she was like are you okay because you're like screaming mm. uh, and I didn't know so like I was going through something and so by the the next day I was by the end of the next day I was like I don't know if I should go so I canceled my flight but my dad he still he was committed to going but he was also concerned right so it was you know to say you have corona on top of this and then of having to figure out if you can go to someone's funeral or not it was a lot mm-hmm. um so Friday, he, my dad made that decision that he wasn't going to go after, you know, our family decided, um, that we would have a ceremony later, um, after all of this is done to have a home going for my uncle. Mm -hmm. So I think that made a lot of people feel better. So I guess I had a roller coaster of a week. So that brought me joy to hear about your loss. It's like, there's
0: so much loss happening right now but we're extremely sorry to hear about that we'll keep your family in our prayers for sure
1: thank you so going into the dj nice it was a nice you know um time to get away from what we were going through from the week so sunday um to log in i would just expect it in my head just to see people just talking about such a good time maybe somebody would tweet some people about people that i missed that some of the celebrities that i missed that were on there just having a good time with it but instead the first 10 tweets were people talking about 10 lessons you can learn from DJ D Nice on what he did or let him be a lesson to you A lot of people went into why it was a lesson and other people just kind of blankly just stated it in their tweet. I just felt frustrated and annoyed because all week we just had so much content pushed at us for how to be productive or what lessons to learn or how to transition. And I just felt like that moment should have just been joy, you Mm -hmm. know, and so Mm -hmm. I just kind of I took it that way. I understand, you know, content is nuanced. Some of our audience appreciated that and some people didn't. Right. Um,
0: So let me read your tweet. Exactly. You said one tweet, you said, why does DJ D nice's club quarantine have to be a lesson for people? Why can't it just be a good time? Not everything needs to be a lesson and a push for people to jump on a virtual content bandwagon. I understood that. Candia, how did you um were you on club quarantine and how do you feel about um sort of like jumping on the bandwagon of creating content off of in a space like this and off of something like that?
2: Child, first of all, I was in club quarantine two nights in a row. I don't know when the last time I party like <laughs> Oh that. wow,
1: okay. So, turn up. <laughs> you know, you, the
2: turn <laughs> up happened in the kitchen, the bedroom, <laughs> like <laughs> and I had like a quarantini, it all went down.
0: <laughs> right. So you
2: know, I was very appreciative that that was happening because for me at a time where I probably would have, because um, I've already taken like two social media detoxes. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at a time when I probably would have been like, let me turn off Instagram, Facebook, Twitter it forced me to find another way to find, to have joy and to Mm -hmm. connect with strangers, which is generally not a Candia thing. (laughs) um, (laughs) Right. And so, For me, and not only that, like it was people who was participating from my alma mater, Delaware State University, shout out to my Hornets, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, my sister's friends, like it was people who I haven't seen in years Mm -hmm. that were reconnecting in this virtual space. And he was keeping our attention for such a long time. And for me... I was tired the next morning like I went somewhere and I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> right. And what I've learned especially in my life experience is even through the pain I attempt to find gratitude and find the good in something. That's just how I try to make my brain work. Mm-hmm. Um and so there were so many lessons learned and not only um just how you can respond in the midst of uncertainty but also and just responding with empathy i think for me um there's a lot of judgment and shame and and how you should feel and and what you should do but the reality is this is new for people all over the world just think about it this way no one has been through this before really right yeah mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, No one has been through this before. We're all trying to figure it out. And I believe that because we are multifaceted human beings in nature, that it really depends on who you are that's going to dictate how you respond. I kind of, you know, for me, I think the pain point is just the judgment and shame that comes with this is how, you know, you shouldn't be saying this now, or this is how, and I feel like it's just new for everyone. And I would, I would pray and hope that people respond more with empathy versus the criticism and the shame and the judgment that I've been seeing a lot of um, on social media. But to Brittany's point, I have seen people talk about the lessons, but again, I, I just feel like people are different and, um, you know, what they're going to get out of DJ Nice's um, set is going to be different for everyone. It doesn't mean one is wrong and one is right. It's just that we're just different as human beings.
0: hmm mm-hmm. So, okay, D-Nice's club quarantine aside, does the constant push to keep working and creating, do you guys feel at all like that misses the point that maybe the universe is telling us all to stop and take a beat?
1: Well... I I too had to take a social media break after my rant (laughs) because I was like, I think I need to chill. (laughs) And so I thought about it. um, And to be honest, especially for content creators, there's people out here who they do this for a living. They create content, they create webinars, they turn, you know, any pop culture topic into some type of lesson because this Mm -hmm. is what they do. And they were going to do it whatever um, the
0: case was.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it really, if in hindsight, this is a good time to be pushing out content. If this is you mm-hmm. um, and you were going to do this anyway, it's a really, your audience is online. Yeah. So if you're about making your coins and, or you can't stop because this is your livelihood by all means. Um, but you know, When Candia was saying there's been shame on people who, you know, it's been twofold. There's shame for not feeling like you're doing, you're being productive during this time. And then there's shame uh, for people who are pushing that out. It's Mm -hmm. twofold. Like for me personally, you know, I already have like this pressure, right? That Mm -hmm. I carry. So the people that I follow who I consider my peers, because a lot of them are, you know, doing similar things, when I see them constantly pushing that, it kind of comes off as peer pressure. Like, Mm. I'd be doing that too. Mm -hmm. So when you have self-pressure and then peer pressure, it's a lot. Especially during this time. So you really have to just make those decisions for yourself. You know, so for me, I'm deciding to take it day by day. If I want to put something out, I'll put it out. If not, I'm not going to... I'm going to try not to buy into that pressure that I feel. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, it really, I, I believe it just depends on the person's circumstance, right? A lot of people right now feel like they can't afford to stop, right? Mm-hmm. If you have, mm-hmm. um, particularly if you are, and, and, you know, listen, I have rent and bills, <laughs> bills yeah. rent, mm-hmm. but that's just what it is. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, while I do, I am a fan of the pause, okay? (laughs) I think that often, like, pause, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And I believe sometimes the pause is five seconds, five minutes, or five days, or sometimes it's 50 days, I don't know. Um, But one of my friends, Evelette, she always says, pause, but don't quit. Mm -hmm. And so I I, I think of that often. So, you know, it, it really depends on your situation. There are people, and for entrepreneurs, when you when you, you think about well, some entrepreneurs, when you think about some of the stimulus programs and things that are coming out right now, we're not going to really benefit from that, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. Um, that's where empathy comes into play. You know, I've seen people talk about, um, if I see one more person selling me something, um, I'm gonna scream. While I do understand that, because for me, I believe it's not what you do, it's how you go about it. Mm-hmm. At the same time, Bath and Body is still sending me emails every single day selling their products. Y'all not True. talking about Um McDonald's still flipping burgers through the drive-through. Y'all not talking about them. Mm-hmm. So, and, and those CEOs could probably afford to let it's their to people pause. Go home and
0: see them, mm-hmm. Right?
2: They could mm-hmm. afford a long fifty-day, ninety-day pause. The airlines mm-hmm. had to pause, and they're filing bankruptcy in a week. Right? right. So, I think that it. it again, the empathy, putting yourself in someone else's shoes to see that they probably have a mouth to feed or medical bills to pay or what well, I I don't know. Um, but let me say this, I do believe it's, not, it, it's, I said this before, it's not what you do, it's how you go about it. And so for me, I've been, um, particularly when it comes to my email list, I've been talking about some of the fears and concerns and that I'm having and I'm uncertain and I'm Mm -hmm. uncomfortable and I'm afraid like so I think if you blend the two people will warm up to that versus the hardcore selling and just being totally tone deaf to Mm -hmm. what's going on and so
0: I think that's where people probably really get annoyed, just from what I can see and from my <laughs> own annoyance factor, is when it feels like you're completely tone deaf to what's happening around you. And like we should all now be trying to listen to you or buy into what you're saying, because like, you, like Brittany said, it, it's nothing but space and opportunity now. You know, now I got y'all undivided attention. Listen up. I'm ready to sell you something. Or I'm ready to talk about whatever I want to talk about that's on my agenda. Maybe it's not even selling so much. Maybe it's just whatever my agenda items are. And I think that what what I'm noticing right now and the reason why I asked the question about, you know, do it, is the universe trying to tell us to take a beat? Because I'm noticing that this is so unprecedented for everybody In every way that it feels like we should be getting some kind of message from this this is not this is not happening for no reason I feel like at all you know I've had conversations with other people in terms of how this is gonna change how the workforce is set up this is gonna change how some companies run and operate Um, this is going to change how we may be even Engage and interact with each other in society because it's either going to make us more loving toward one another and more understanding and empathetic, or it might make us scared of each other. Like, oh, what do you have? What's the next virus? I don't want to catch it, you know. And trying to keep that three feet between us and all of this kind of stuff. So, I I, um I think that we're definitely experiencing interesting times, and I don't know that any of us really knows exactly how to feel, you know. And everybody's Mm -hmm. just like you said trying to navigate it the best that they can. But I think the judgment comes in when you feel like some people are just being completely oblivious and insensitive. Something that I that I jotted down is not everyone needs slash wants your suggestions. And I think the reason why I said that, and you guys tell me how you feel about that because, you know, I see so much now because we're spending a lot more time on social. A lot of us are because it's a form of news for us and it's a form of entertainment and it's a form of connection. But, you know, if one more person is telling me how to work out in my home or this or or how to cope with this and that girl I didn't actually ask I didn't ask you know and I know I could very well unfollow some of these people but you know what are your thoughts on you know putting out um unsolicited uh suggestions and advice and all of these things uh especially if you're not a person that we're used to looking to to hear that kind of stuff from <laughs>
2: being done before though
0: <laughs> it was you right like, it was yeah that's I think true it
2: feels different like, now. <laughs> i think it's over let me say this now first of all i agree i think it's overkill now right mm-hmm. because everyone mm-hmm. is at home so now everybody feels like they have to be sort of like an expert or influencer or whatever at something <laughs> right so I get that part, but the unsolicited kind of like advice and tips and suggestions that was done way. We can't really blame Corona or that. that was, <laughs> we, we could blame him on the ramp up child. Don't get me the wrong. Ramp up, you know? yes.
0: The ramp up. Yes.
2: Um, that was being, and listen, I said this in my Instagram stories this week or last week. I don't know the days I run it together. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I had to, uh,
2: really. I don't really unfollow people too much, but last you week I found myself, unfollowing like okay you know what this is just this is too much for me now um it's Mm. too much for my for my spirit I believe like protect your magic by any means necessary sometimes you got to protect your magic from your family too but uh, Mm. I had to just unfollow if I felt my spirit wavering or just like a moment of disgust like girl what are you doing Mm. um Mm -hmm. you know unfollow is still a thing and I do think, so I want to touch back on some of the things that you said, like this is an uh, opportunity for us to kind of like slow down and reflect. So for me, I feel like that's the biggest lesson of it all. Like you yeah. get back to big things. What's really, really important. Like mm. prior to recording, we t- were all talking about our health, right? And so not saying we didn't think that was important before, but I think all of us agreed, like we healthy, so we good. We're not going to wow. complain. We're healthy today. Mm-hmm. You know? And so sometimes it's just getting back to that simple thing that reminds you that you are enough, um, mm-hmm. because of that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what about the pressure? Let's talk about the pressure a little bit that people are feeling because, you know, there, like we said, yes, this may be a great time to create for content creators. Um, but there's people out there, especially listening to this podcast who are not content creators. But maybe they have aspirations of pivoting in their career, doing something different. Uh, But now they're feeling like everybody is saying, you have nothing but you have no excuse. Now you have an opportunity. Let's talk a bit about what that pressure could feel like. And do they should they buy into that pressure and do they need that pressure right now from those I guess trying to sell them on something. Cause that's probably largely where it's coming from by my program. Now that you want to change your whole life, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that pressure a little bit, because I feel like there is a lot of pressure and I feel like people, um, who don't exactly know what they were going to do because they didn't know what they were going to do before this hit. Mm -hmm. They're standing there like a deer in headlights. Right. Like, uh, because life is also mm-hmm. happening around them as well, just as we right. talked about health. And then Brittany, you just shared that even before coronavirus, but still recent enough, you had a family member pass away. So life is happening around you, which can be stressful in itself. And then you have this pressure to do.
1: For me, I just think people have to They have to figure out what's going to be best for them. You have to make your own decision. Um, With the pressure, if it becomes too much, you have to step away. And like Candia said, sometimes you should take this as a moment to reset, to regroup, and to think about it. Just because someone's saying you need to launch your podcast or tips to to, um, launching a podcast doesn't mean you need to have one next week. Mm -hmm. Maybe this could be the motivation to get you started, right? To start planning your content out. Um, I actually um, interviewed a young lady who's over the Caribbean podcasters Mm -hmm. yesterday. Mm -hmm. And she was saying that with media and everything that's going on, we always just like lead with money and dollars. And as the economy is shifting, people are scared. You know, Mm. people are losing their jobs. They said unemployment is going to increase significantly. Right. And people are like, how do I make money? How do I make money? And so there's this pressure. Like, I need to pivot. I see these girls on the gram and, or these guys, and it looks like they're making money. So let me like try to get a podcast because it says podcast industry is slated to make this much money. Let me get a piece of that. Mm -hmm. And so there's this rush, this pressure, but I feel like it's kind of always been there, but it's heightened now that there's just so much uncertainty. So I tell those who are feeling that pressure to just like pause, set your intentions. One, because a lot of times we don't lead with the right intentions. We just do it because we feel like we're supposed to, Mm -hmm. but it's like sometimes what someone else is doing doesn't mean it's supposed to be for you so check your intentions pause and take your time you know you can be working silently and no one has to know and it's okay it's okay that you don't have a picture to post on the gram or a video to share to say hey i'm working or i'm about to launch or an announcement you don't always have to have an announcement you can just work in silence and take your time those are the things that i would suggest for those having that pressure and then log off log off Sometimes you just have to do your own work and block out all the noise that people are throwing your way.
2: Piggybacking off of what Brittany uh, just said, I, again, think this is an incredible opportunity to just pause and reflect. So there's something that I say to myself. It's like a four-step process. Pause, breathe, question, reframe. Pause, breathe, question, reframe. Mm -hmm. And what that helps me to do is, number one, fact check my feelings, similar to what Brittany was saying. (laughs) Like, what am I feeling? Where is this coming from? Um, Am I making assumptions Mm -hmm. about something that's not really true, right? You have Mm -hmm. to really kind of challenge your mind to figure out where this is coming from and to see if it's just like my ordinary issues with self-doubt, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, And then taking the deep breaths, but then asking myself questions and reframing the situation so that I could look at things so differently. I do believe that now um, this situation, unfortunately, is just going to validate people's fears and insecurities and assumptions about the way they think the world works. Mm -hmm. And so uh, people are probably going to have to pause even more (laughs) now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, and unplug to get a hold on. The negative thoughts and the stories that they're telling themselves because of what they are exposed to right now. I, I feel like once you go through that step, the very last thing you could do, if, if if you have an idea that you wanted to do something, or you wanted to put some ideas out into the world, even if it's just dedicating 15 minutes a day to do it, mm-hmm. fall in love yeah. more so with the action than the result. That's yep. what I tell myself. Yep. In. Like fall in love yep. with just taking that small 15 minute action every single day, whether it's, you know, writing your podcast outline or interviewing someone or reaching out to someone, because that momentum more so helps you feel better about yourself than just kind of being stuck in negativity and thoughts. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Candia, talk to us a little bit about how people um, might have to sort of do the work or what they might need to be thinking about in terms of positioning themselves professionally now if they're facing some industry changes or things like that because you know i know you work with people on how to how to be able to effectively sell themselves push themselves you know present themselves in a certain manner that's appealing to other people and i know that there's probably some people listening who are thinking i don't even really know how to do that let alone i don't know how to do that in this uncertain time right now, I don't even know what I'm about to be facing. I like I was just on a, um, a virtual panel yesterday, and we were talking all about how to navigate the job search process within this time of you know COVID nineteen. So, can you talk to us a little bit, a little bit about, or if you have any tips for people who are going to be trying to reposition themselves or just position themselves? Period in the, um, professional space to just be more appealing to an employer or a, a a client or what have you?
2: So for me, it starts with coming from a place of value. When you think about value, you think about how can you make someone's life easier? How can you help someone, um, perform a task? When you think about value, you think about how you can save someone time, how you can save them money, how you could, uh, reduce the number of steps that it t- typically takes to do something, or maybe even just provide them access to a community, um, something much greater than themselves, a vision or opportunity. So I think about you, Ayana, when I think about that, in switch, pivot, quit, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, you provide that access, but you also provide very actionable tips and information. And so it really comes down to first figuring out what's the value that you can offer someone. And typically, you know, we get in our heads and thinking, I'm not expert enough or or I'm not good enough. And my challenge to that person is always this, all you need to be is two steps ahead of someone to teach them what you know. I don't care about your age, I don't care if, you know, you have a degree or not. Well, it depends, like we're not talking about doctors or anything like that. (laughs) But, you know, in a lot of instances, if I want to start a podcast and you're 20 and you have a highly rated podcast and you've only been around for two years, you have a wealth of knowledge for a person Mm -hmm. like me. If you know how to like my girl, Brittany, is is a rock star at events and she's a rock star at getting sponsors. And although um, Brittany, no, no, Brittany, you've been at this now for about four years, right? Yes. Right. So even Brittany and just learning how to teach someone how to write an email to a sponsor, that's a skill that you can flip, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so if you think about it that way. Sometimes people struggle with writing an email or even talking about their business, although their business is a um, something of value, they still may struggle to communicate effectively and to reach the right audience. Another thing that I would say is, um so i have a few friends in the restaurant industry who unfortunately had to shut down their businesses temporarily but i've been loving uh watching them turn or flip their skills into teaching um so i think about my girl who's behind the ginger um I'm just dropping the whole, messing up the whole uh, name of her business. But um, (laughs) now she offered a series of cooking classes, baking Mm -hmm. classes, um, partly to, of course, keep herself afloat. But she has like a staff of 50 people and she wanted to make sure that she was looking out for her people as well. So she offered gift cards and then she also sold like four different classes on how to make croissants. Um, One is like a cake decorating class. The other one is like how to bake a pie. Those things sold out in 24 hours. I was so mad I didn't catch it.
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, It's an opportunity for you to stretch your thinking around what's possible. So she has a storefront, but yet she's flipped this into opportunity to teach online. And I think this is a good opportunity to kind of like monetize, uh, your teaching ability now, if you were confined to an actual workspace. Mm -hmm. So it all comes down to, again, the value of what you do. How can you make someone's life easier? How can you give them access to, um, resources or community for support and things like that?
1: Candia, I was going to say, you'd be proud because I actually did my first workshops this month. (laughs)
2: Listen, Brittany and I have been talking about these workshops. She I'm- has.
1: Mm-hmm. She's been trying to get me on it, and I've been hesitant, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, and I'm um. so, so,
2: so proud of you. Um, so and good. Then, and Brittany is a perfect example of that. Like, behind the scenes, we always talk, like, Brittany, people want to know how you're doing these events, and she's done events in right, uh, California, New mm-hmm. York, uh, now Tennessee, and so that's a few steps that is a learning opportunity for someone else and then a money making opportunity for yourself.
0: <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. Now, Brittany, talk to us a little bit about um, the job search because there's a lot of people out there right now who are feeling discouraged about even looking for a job because they're thinking nobody's hiring everything is on a everyone is on a hiring freeze tell us a little bit about what your experience has been and you know if you have any words of encouragement or thoughts around you know the whole
1: job search process right now in this climate surprisingly enough the minute um especially tech, when the tech industry started to work from home, uh, because a lot of them called it earlier, mm-hmm. I start to get a lot of callbacks. Mm. So I've had some virtual interviews this month, mm-hmm. a, a couple of them. Mm-hmm. And so I was surprised by that. Um, they don't seem to be slowing down um, when it comes to hiring. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot of hiring in places that might be risky, but like Um, distribution centers, you know, procurement centers where they need like Amazon's hiring, Walmart's hiring. They need people to ship. They need people to pack boxes up. And so there's different areas depending on where, where you are, where they're still hiring because they have been ahead of the curve in terms of working from home. Right. Um, My suggestions for people is if tech is an industry that you're interested in now's the time to try to get in the door because they're looking for people who know how to to balance working from home and remote mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of what's happening now um i also suggest people pivoting right now and finding contracts or clients um mm-hmm. so i do hello fresh and i remember when all of this was happening and with as an ambassador. I'm responsible for going out in the field. So I would set up at conferences or gyms or in public places. And so that first week when it really hit the U S conferences were canceling left or right. So then there's no opportunities to sell. And so I remember being concerned, like, well, guess that, you know, I don't know what they're going to do to pivot, but I need to make sure that I have some income coming in. So immediately, um, went to my editors. can I write, do you have some assignments, Um, Mm -hmm. looking for ways to make money for clients, Um, using that expertise that Candia was saying to find, you know, honing into how to pitch the press or how to get sponsorships and reaching out to people to see if they wanted um, or needed help Mm -hmm. um, was a way for me to try to pivot to make money during this time. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also a lot of lists out there for remote work. So um, look at those lists. Uh, A lot of the temp agencies are looking for people who know how to work from home and work remotely because um, their clients need that for email marketing, any of those things. So be on the lookout, look at those temp agencies, help, let them help you find where you fit in.
0: Right. I'm hearing flexibility from that, too. (laughs) You got to be flexible and go with what's sort of like available right now, especially if you're someone Mm -hmm. who's newly laid off or if you're feeling like a layoff may be coming as a result of you not being able to work from home because of the kind of industry that you're in or a position that you had. It's like maybe you will have to be flexible enough to do something that you didn't think you'd be doing. But I think it's coming down to as well. Humility in in this climate that we're in because none of us are above anything if we want to survive Mm
2: -hmm. I I would say too a quick lesson that I had to uh, Fact check myself on the other day Mm -hmm. is Again, just beware of the assumptions that you're making right now I think Mm -hmm. you know a lot of us are making the assumptions like nobody is hiring right now Nobody's gonna pay me right now. And so the funny thing is a couple of weeks ago the first week that the corona kind of outbreak hit in the U.S., a, po- a former client asked me to write a proposal for a series of workshops. I submitted the proposal and then I followed up with her and she like ghosted me. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at least I was like, okay, maybe because, you know, this hit and they just decided not to go with it. And then she hit me up on LinkedIn And she's like, hey, I hope all is well with you. I understand that things may be happening. So I haven't heard from you. So I just want to make sure you're okay. She never received the proposal for some reason. Oh, no. So I was like, "Uh, I sent you the proposal. So we went back and forth and we laughed about it. Mm -hmm. But it was a reminder to me that I had created a whole story, a book chapter and verse. Sometimes our assumptions lead us to the wrong thing. I assumed a bunch of stories about why this lady wasn't emailing me back. And the fact that the company probably wasn't spending any money and this, that, and the third, and that wasn't it. She just didn't receive the proposal. So right. don't let your fears and your assumptions and your insecurities determine the decisions and the actions, small actions that you can take.
0: Mm -hmm. I love this. Ladies, this was such a great conversation. I thank you for participating, for sharing with us the things that you've learned, what your experiences have been so far, because I know that this is going to be really helpful for a lot of people who are just listening in and trying to figure it out right now, because we're all doing the best that we can. So before we go, just let everybody know how they can keep up with you, check in with you, maybe ask you how you're doing. All that good stuff um, right now and in the future to come as well.
1: Awesome. You can visit me, Brittany Oliver, at brittanyoliver.com um, and then follow me on IG, BS Oliver, or Twitter, Britt underscore S underscore O.
2: You can visit me at hello at com. Or I love to play and lovingly stalk people on Twitter <laughs> so, <laughs> at Candia Johnson and then on Instagram it's K-A-N-D-I-J. I lovingly stalk people on the gram too.
0: <laughs> yes. Thank you so much, ladies. I appreciate you sending you all big virtual hugs. And um we gonna make it. We're gonna get through this. This is just we a factor in our books, right?
1: Yes. Yes. And you know the first time I Um, met well the last time we were all together was for Candia's virtual workshop.
2: Yeah. Wait can I say one more thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which speaks volumes thank you for bringing that up Brittany. Support one another that's how you get through this like Mm I've reached out to these two amazing ladies and they participated in my workshop series in 2018. And we've been supporting one another ever since. And so I think the last thing comment for me is how you get through this is also by supporting each other and collaborating on projects and just even just calling, picking up the phone and calling someone event. I think it's helpful.
1: Yeah. Check and on I your friends.
0: For
2: that. Thank you. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Thank you ladies. Appreciate you. And as always, you guys, be good. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Access and Opportunity, a podcast from Morgan Stanley. Women and entrepreneurs of color traditionally have a hard time accessing capital to start or grow their businesses. Join Vice Chairman Carla Harris as she introduces us to the Dynamic Investors, Entrepreneurs, policymakers, and others working to close the funding gap for these entrepreneurs. Listen and subscribe to Access and Opportunity on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Access and Opportunity, a podcast from Morgan Stanley. Women and entrepreneurs of color traditionally have a hard time accessing capital to start or grow their businesses. Join Vice Chairman Carla Harris as she introduces us to the dynamic investors. Entrepreneurs, policymakers, and others working to close the funding gap for these entrepreneurs. Listen and subscribe to Access an Opportunity on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your
2: podcasts.